Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Classroom Matters podcast with me, your host, Christy Hool. And for those of you that listened to the last episode, or I guess I would call it a segment because it was pretty short, on isolation schooling, which is what I'm calling what we're doing now, versus homeschooling. And in that segment, I really just sort of talked about the difference between what we're all doing now amidst the pandemic versus a true homeschooling curriculum, family, routine, structure, because it's certainly not the same. So after I recorded that episode and talked to a few people about it, I started getting questions. And um, a lot of folks just saying, do you have any ideas? Do you have any tips? Do you have any suggestions? What are some ways that we can sort of make it through these last couple of weeks of our crisis schooling, isolation schooling, call it whatever you want, and still be halfway sane when summer rolls around. And how can we maybe roll this into the summer? Because believe it or not, we might be doing this again in the fall. So I wanted just to jump back on, do another quick segment follow-up to the first one, and just give you a few little tips, strategies, tricks, techniques, whatever you want to call them. Um, Not all of these come from my brain. Obviously, some of them have been gathered from other people I've talked to, things I've read, things that I've done that have seemed to help. So I just want to go over a couple of little things that maybe if you're not already doing them, you can try them. If you are already doing them and they're working, great. The first thing, and it is the most important thing, is to just relax. Take a deep breath. I know that you've heard that. I know people have said that to you. And I know that in the heat of you're trying to cook lunch, you've got four kids trying to get on a Zoom call with four different teachers, your boss is trying to get you on a Zoom call, things seem to be going crazy. Take a break. Relax. It's okay. Relax your expectations of what you need to be doing. Your kids are probably not going to learn advanced calculus this spring. That's fine. There's no way that they are going to learn the exact same things that they were going to learn in a public school classroom. And nobody is expecting you to do that. And that brings me back to the difference between what we're doing now and what is true homeschooling. You didn't have time to plan for this. You didn't have time to prepare. You didn't have a choice. So just relax. Take a break. Relax your expectations. The next thing that you could possibly try to do is to, if you haven't already, devise some sort of a schedule. It doesn't have to be a schedule to the hour, to the minute with, you know, or mimic what they do in the school day. Stop and look around at what works for you, your kids, your family, your job. Make a schedule around that. And if your children do have to report or or zoom in with a class or a teacher, try to put that in as a non-negotiable in your schedule. In my schedule throughout the week, I always have non-negotiables, things that we have to do, things that cannot be moved. Those would be things such as doctor's appointments, meetings that you have to have as a parent, um, meetings that your your kids have to have uh, with their with their friends or with their teachers, things that are non-negotiable. Once you have that done, everything else is fairly movable throughout the day. If you notice that your kid works better in the afternoon, then maybe let him sleep a little bit longer while you get some of your work done and have them work in the afternoon. My middle son is much more productive in the later in the afternoon and right before lunch than he is first thing in the morning. So it just works for him um, to sleep a little bit later and finish his work mostly between the hours of 10 o'clock in the morning and two or three o'clock in the afternoon. 
My oldest son doesn't work those hours. He gets up sooner. So I really try to interchange the schedule along with what I have to do. So it's okay if your schedule doesn't mimic or look exactly like what the school schedule looks like. It shouldn't. And also keep in mind that learning blocks can be short, okay? It is really advised that parents should really only aim for focused learning blocks of three to 10 minutes at a time. Now that's for kids in uh, kindergarten through second. Maybe 10 to 15 minutes at a time for three to fifth and 30 minutes for grade six to 12. No child's brain can work that long. They get bored, they get uninterested, their eyes start to glaze over, you know what I'm talking about. Have them work in short blocks. It's okay. Just because at the middle school or the high school they have these long blocks of, of learning or in elementary school they're doing 90 minutes of reading, whatever. That doesn't have to look like that at your house. You might want to set up a consistent space for schoolwork. That's another really good tip because if kids are getting up every day during this already uncertain time and they're not sure, where do I do my schoolwork today? Am I going to be in my bedroom? And Am I going to be at the counter? Am I going to be in the kitchen? Am I going to be in the living room? Maybe try to make just a specific space just for them if you haven't already done that and try to stick to that for them. It will really help them um, to sort of know what to expect of the day and of their space and keep it stocked with what they might need, pencils, erasers, paper, craft supplies, books, um, whatever they might need for their learning blocks. Make sure that they have it there. That's going to really help keep them from doing what I call avoidance learning or distracting them and making them get up and go look for items. Um, you also want to have a very flexible work environment if you can for your kids. So if you have a really active or creative child, <laughs> you might realize that they learn best while they're moving around. My youngest son is just that way. He has to stand up, then he has to sit down, and then he wants to go out and get on the swing for 10 minutes, and then he wants to come back in and stand up and sit down and, and sort of be on the move while he's learning. Set up a space. It's okay if kids are laying on the floor and learning or if they're sitting crisscross applesauce or if they're standing at the counter. Whatever is most comfortable for them is going to be what's most comfortable for you. And aren't we really just trying to make sure that our students, our kids are mastering the content. Um, you know, we always say quality over quantity. And I know that we're trying to adhere to what the teachers are sending home and the schoolwork guidelines. And you've got all these emails coming at you from all different directions, from all of these different educators. But use your discretion on how much schoolwork you make your kids do. Um, when I saw that my youngest son was able to grasp a particular literacy concept in like 10 minutes, I didn't make him continue on and do the rest. He already got it. So why make him continue to do five more pages that were exactly the same? Now, I'm not saying ignore the assignments, but don't drill and practice just for the sake of drill and practice. But if your kids are struggling with their schoolwork in ways that concern you, or if you're struggling to keep up, don't hesitate to reach out to their teachers and ask for help. They know that you might need them and they want to be helpful. Teachers are helpers by nature. They have a heart for helping people. That's what they do. And last but not least, if your children are pushing back on just the very idea of doing schoolwork at home, 
Maybe schedule a one-on-one conversation between the teacher and your child if need be. Um, I mean, that's easy for me to do at home because I am the teacher. So I will sometimes sit down and have a one-on-one conversation with my kids or my husband, who is the principal. (laughs) I mean, when when they're kind of pushing back on doing their schoolwork, I say, hey, conversation with the principal when he gets off work at five o'clock. We have to get through this. Um, But the bottom line is parents... Don't expect too much out of yourself or your kids. We're all doing the best we can right now. And please don't hesitate. Everyone has my email address. It's Christy at educate.today. Please, please, please send me an email. Shoot me your questions. Shoot me your concerns. Shoot me a topic if there's something you want me to chat about on the podcast. Just keep it together. You're doing great. We don't know how long this is going to last. So we really sort of have to grind in and, and get our bearings for what might lie ahead. Take care, guys. This is Christy Hull signing off for this episode of Classroom Matters.